Good morning. Today's July the 16th, 2021. I took a vacation from my podcast, but I'm ready to get back with it. And I've chosen to continue our study of Peter's writings because it's it's hope through suffering. And really, as I watch the news, I think things are getting worse. I didn't realize there was so much turmoil in South Africa. There's turmoil in Cuba. There's turmoil in Texas with all the Democratic congressmen chartering a plane and flying away so they don't have to vote on voting rights. There's turmoil everywhere, but there's peace in our heart. There can only be peace in our heart as we trust Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And I'm so grateful that I know that. I sometimes wonder what my life would be like if I didn't know what I've learned. And it's a real privilege and honor for me to be able to to teach what God has so graciously taught me through the years. So today I'm going to begin a study in the second epistle of Peter. Peter, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ. Let's talk about what it means to be a servant and an apostle. I've mentioned before that the word servant is uh, is taboo these days. I don't think it's politically correct to call someone a servant. But if you remember, if you've heard my story of the servant that I had in the Philippines, you realize how wonderful it is to be a servant. She lived in my house, and she was a servant, and she did everything for me. Her life's goal was to please me, and my life's goal was to take care of her because her life's goal was to please me. And I learned so much about my relationship to the Lord as I watched this little Filipino girl who'd never been to school, lived in a Nipa hut, had no family, no income, no savings, no social security, committed to serving my family. And I thought, isn't that something? What I learned is that that's Jesus' commitment to me. He loves me, and he's committed to serve me. But he tells me in what way he serves me. And I want to remind you what he says. He will give me peace. He gives me peace. And that's the absence of conflict. And that's why as I watch the news and I see the whole world in turmoil and it seems it's literally on fire, I can have peace in my heart. Not of my doings, but of God's. And then he also says he would comfort me in all my tribulation. Oh, how nice it is to be comfortable And I learned through my husband's illness and death that you can have tears in your eyes and be comfortable. I had tears in my eyes for days and days and weeks and months, but I was comfortable. The comfort came from knowing what happened to my husband when he took his last breath. And the comfort comes from knowing where I'll be when I take mine. That's what kind of servant he is. He gives us eternal life. And I want to remind anyone, everyone that might be listening to this podcast, you can't earn it. You can't buy it. 
Eternal life is strictly a gift, a gift from God to us. And then the word apostle. Apostle is one who was taught by Jesus. There are no more apostles because you had to be in the presence of Jesus Christ to be called an apostle. And you have to be taught by him. And so Simon Peter is both a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ. And this is written to them that have obtained like precious faith with us. He's writing to those of us that have faith. Faith is a gift of God, and he's given everyone enough faith to believe. But faith doesn't grow unless it's exercised. And to exercise it means to trust him in every situation, no matter how dark it might be. And to trust him when you don't see any way out. Just to trust him. I, I have so many funny things that happen to me, and I really like to share them with you because it makes it come alive. I was visiting some friends this past week. I wear hearing aids, and they are very expensive. And I went to bed one night. The last thing I do is take out my hearing aids. The first thing I do is put them on. I took my hearing aids out, and the right one was not in my ear. I couldn't believe it. When it's not there, I can tell. And I had been visiting with my friends. I didn't notice it was gone. I jumped out of bed and ran to the bathroom and searched where I washed my face and took off my clothes and put on my nightgown. I couldn't find it anywhere. I went back to bed, and and I was leaving the next morning, and, and I went to sleep, and I said, Oh, Lord, I just hate to have to spend that money to buy another hearing aid. But I'm going to trust you if I do. I'm going to trust you to provide it. I, go, I woke up the next morning knowing that I was going to pack my bag and leave that place. And I prayed a prayer and I said, Lord, you know where my hearing aid is. You see it. Now, would you please show it to me? I got out of the bed. I walked toward the bathroom. I looked on the floor and there was my hearing aid. I had walked by it probably four times the night before and didn't see it. And maybe you think I'm crazy, but I don't think I'm crazy because I knew that God knows everything and sees everything, and he saw that hearing aid. And I asked him to show it to me, and my eyes fell on it. Let me tell you, that increased my faith almost a hundredfold. I just had to laugh and say, God, I just thank you. I put it in my ear and came home rejoicing over having faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who knows everything and sees everything. And then he says, we have faith through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And then in verse 2, he says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ. Now remember, grace always precedes peace. You can't have God's peace until you've experienced God's grace. God's grace is giving us what we don't deserve when we don't deserve it. 
and it's a free gift. And with it comes God's peace that passeth all understanding. He said that should be multiplied. Isn't it nice to multiply what you have? But it tells us how to have it multiplied. It's through knowledge. And that's why I have a desire to teach what I've learned in the Bible. Because we don't multiply God's peace through feelings. We multiply it through facts. And if you don't study, then your peace is not multiplied. And then verse 3, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. He gives us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Life, an abundant life. Godliness, living a life that's pleasing unto him. And once again, the same word is in our verse. Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. It's all about learning. You see, the Christian life is is lived by what you know, not how you feel. Because you can have a an upset stomach and you don't feel good. And that has nothing to do with God's work in us. And then he said, whereby are given unto us, those of us that have the same faith, exceeding great and precious promises. What promise could be greater than eternal life? How wonderful to live each day knowing if you're suddenly taken out, you go straight to heaven. I still remember when I was 30 years old and not a Christian and afraid to die. I had three children. I was terrified of death. I was terrified to think that my children could die. I didn't know what I would do if something happened to them. And I didn't know what they would do if something happened to me. Because no one loved them as much as I did. And once I became a Christian... I realized God loves them more than I do. Can you imagine that? If something happened to my children and they knew the Lord, they would go to be with him. Boy, that's a precious promise. And then it says that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through Lust. Do you know what corrupts the world? Lust. You know what lust is? Well, I define it as just desiring something you really can't have or that it's wrong or having to have your way when you know you shouldn't have it. And we've escaped that by his divine nature. What peace you have when you accept the fact that God will give you what God wants you to have. And whatever God wants me to have is what I should have and what is good for me. And the things I don't have, I know I don't need. 
even though sometimes I want them. But if I don't have them and I'm trusting God, I just thought I needed them. And you can have God's peace that passeth all understanding if you're satisfied with what you have, where you are, and who you are. And then I love verses 5 and 6. Listen carefully to this. This is the ladder of growth, the steps. Beside this, beside having his nature, give all diligence. You know what that means? Work as hard as you can to add to your faith virtue. Virtue, what is that? It's just doing what you know to be right. And I just have a burden for the youth of America and the world today because either they don't know what's right or they don't care. Sexual promiscuity is rampant. Drug use. I'm hearing on the news that deaths from opioids and the drugs brought in across the border. I think I saw 72,000 have died this year. What a tragedy. You should know what's right and do it whether you like it or not. And we should teach the young people what's right. It is my great honor and privilege to have children over at my house all the time. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14-year-olds. I have a 15-year-old that comes once a week. And we talk about what God says is right and wrong. Not me. What God says And then add to your virtue knowledge. You see, when you choose to do the right thing, you have an open line to the Spirit of God. And when you study, He will teach you because that's the job of the Holy Spirit. I cannot learn without His teaching. And then add to knowledge temperance. Don't overdo anything. Be moderate in all that you do. And to temperance, patience. How wonderful to be patient. If you're not patient, you're always in a stew. I don't know what that means. But it means you're always anxious and hurrying. And To be impatient, I've been there. It's miserable. And to patience, godliness. And to godliness, Brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity or love. So as we conclude this lesson, what do we do? We add to our faith virtue. Trust God to tell you what's right and wrong. Keep studying. Be temperate in everything you do. Ask God to give you patience. And then godliness will follow. And then godliness brings brotherly kindness and brotherly love. Oh, my, what the world needs is love. I cannot believe the hate. The hate just in Washington, D.C. The hate between blacks and whites. And frankly, I see more hate in blacks than whites. They are trying to create hate. So thank you for listening. Take heed to these two verses. Climb the ladder that God gives for us 
and your life will be better. Thank you for listening. God bless you.